Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading John chapter 21 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Jesus and the Miraculous Catch of Fish Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Titamus, Nathaniel, from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have caught. So Simon climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three, but even with so many the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Jesus reinstates Peter. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hand and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciples whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and had said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among believers that this disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testified to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. This is the end of John chapter 21.
So here we see Jesus in the miraculous catch of the fish. We see Jesus reinstating Peter, asking him three times, does he love him? Peter responds yes every single time, and the Lord says, feed my lamb and feed my sheep. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for the word, the eternal word that you leave for us. Father, we are your sheep. We are your lamb. You left Simon, your disciples, in charge of feeding us. Here we are today, Lord, being fed by your word that has been passed down generation through generation. Father, feed our heart. Let this word nourish our bodies, our soul, our mind. We need to be fed. Every day we wake up starving, deprived of nutrition, deprived of your word, because we don't let it in. We don't know how to react. We feel all types of feelings of rage, jealousy, shame, envy, all kinds of impure thoughts. But only one thing can wash all that away. When we are confronted with people and situations that we don't anticipate, Lord, help us respond and receive the things that come from you and respond in ways that shows that we are your children. Let us stop to think of why we're feeling or thinking the things that we are. And instead of reacting, let us respond with love and kindness. And instead of feeling taken advantage of and put upon and demanded, let us respond with joy, joy that we're able to serve you, Lord. Joy that we don't care what the response is going to be from the other person, but that we respond the correct way. And that their reaction and their response is their business. But our relationship with you is our business. And we owe you everything. So let us be good Christians. Let us be responsible for our actions, regardless of what other people say, do, or think in response to us. We are responsible to you, Father God. And we should not let our feelings and our relationship with other people change how we truly should. Change our response, our Christian response. It should always be the same, regardless of whether people will accept it or not, will agree with us or not, will be nice to us or not, will respect us or not. We are to do the right thing because we are your children in our relationship, in our covenant is with you, Father. And you instruct us to love others always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.